0: The DadBot of Destiny podcast is brought to you by the Vacationeer Travel Agency. The Vacationeer is a platinum-level authorized Disney vacation planner agency. Have your next Disney or Universal adventure planned by a pro by going to vacationeer.com slash dadbot or calling 833-469-8747 today. Now, back to the DadBot of Destiny.
1: Duh. Oh, Doug, can you hear us? He's still out?
2: Oh, oh no. This is not good. Doug, buddy, are you there?
1: Sprout, there must be something you can do.
0: I, I don't know. I thought that fruit would work. It healed him last time. Though that injury wasn't nearly as bad as this. It's going to be some time before I can muster up enough magic to produce another one.
1: Doug! Wake up, Doug! Oi, don't shake him like that! It's only gonna make things worse! What was that?
0: Unfortunately, I don't think there's much more we can do than wait. The brain is such a complicated organ, isn't it? What are you on about? Well, just look at Doug. Robbed of every one of his senses simply because his brain got rattled a bit. A bit? That feral mongrel
1: of yours bounced his head off the ground like a basketball. No,
0: don't pin that on me. I hardly knew the guy. And I mean, shake up any other organ and it doesn't have nearly the same effect. Rattle your stomach and the worst you'll get is gas.
1: Oh, you need no help with that.
0: Jiggle your bladder and you'll need to visit the powder room a little sooner than not. But your brain receives a light thrashing and all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore? You should know a lot about that. Are you insinuating that I'm not one of the smartest beings in existence because I have a man of physics degree that suggests otherwise?
1: That's so. I thought your degree was in liberal thought. I thought your degree was in liberal arts. Real mature. Well, I'm about to show you how wrong you are about brains. How's that? Well, it may look like the lights are out inside Doug's mind. There is a whole lot going on.
0: Wait, surely you did not mean... Yes.
1: It's the dream sequence stretch of the story. Doug? Doug, uh, I'm sensing you're not committed to this session.
3: Uh, who?
1: What? Where am I? Uh, Hello? This private therapy session is supposed to be your time. You shouldn't be wasting it sleeping. What's going on? I really suggest you snap out of it. These sessions are meant to help you. They're not an outlet for you to catch up on some shut eye. Rachel can attest to that.
3: Dr. Bolton? Is that you? Dr. Bolton? Why don't you recognize me?
1: I'm your misery
4: incarnate.
3: Raquel? What are you doing in Dr. Bolton's office?
4: I'm the therapist, so I shall be asking the questions.
3: What? You're no therapist. You're a deranged tyrant.
4: In this little comatose framework of yours, I
3: am. What do you want from me?
4: Out there in the real world, I want you gone. I want you dead, but, but here, here in your mind, I can only hope to break you, smother your will, Make you realize your current state of being is a whole lot better than what's waiting for you out there.
3: Oh, yeah? And how do you hope to accomplish that?
4: By showing you how truly gutless and despicable a man you are.
3: I'm neither of those things. I think you, of all people, should know that, given the way I withstood everything you threw at me in the Coliseum.
4: I'm not talking about your physical strength, Doug. Though most would still find it quite lacking... I'm speaking about your fragile identity as a father. As a husband.
3: What are you talking about?
4: Oh, you know very well what I'm talking about. But to truly drive the point home, let's take a deeper dive into your mind. Sit back and marvel at this gem I have in store. Whoa, what's happening? Just hang tight,
1: Doug.
3: I'm starting to get a
4: little nauseous. Oh, toughen up, Buttercup. It's not
1: that bad. No one wants to listen to your stupid poetry.
3: Is that Landon?
1: Just because they learned to monetize watching a bunch of grown children wave a stick at a ball doesn't make it any better than my pastime.
3: Rachel, how'd we wind up in my dining room?
4: Ah, uh, Will you shut up? It's a flashback, dummy.
1: No one would monetize poetry? Because it's boring. The word is monetize. Though, I shouldn't be surprised you can't pronounce it. You're failing at reading comprehension in school. Not true. I saw your progress report. You're lying. Oh, your debate skills are unparalleled. Guess you're right. Really? Wow, you can't even recognize sarcasm. You really are
5: hopeless. Ray, be nice to your brother.
1: He started it? Ugh, you always take his side. Because I'm the favorite?
5: You're not innocent either, Landon. You need to respect your sister's hobbies. She's very talented.
1: I'm not talented?
5: I never said that. You've got tons of talent, too.
1: Tons? (laughs) Let's be real, he's not even the best on the team. Shut up!
5: Both of you eat your dinner. We'll talk about this afterward.
1: Ugh! There's nothing to talk about! He's delusional if he thinks baseball takes more talent compared to what I do! It does. Does not. Does too.
5: (sighs) Doug, do you have anything to add?
3: Huh? What? Oh, uh, listen, guys. Ray, you're the smart one. Landon, you're the athletic one. You two eventually have to come to terms with that.
1: I'm not smart. I'm plenty athletic, Dad. I just choose to exercise my brain more. You're not athletic. Oh, yeah? Bet I could beat you up pretty easily.
3: Both of you, knock it off. If you can't get along, then you can both eat in your rooms.
1: Fine by me. But I-
3: Landon, to your room now.
5: Okay. That was your brilliant solution?
3: What? You wanted me to intervene.
5: Yeah, as a parent should. But what you did there, that was just crazy.
3: Well, I had a tough day at work. I'm tired and I don't want to hear any of that nonsense when I'm trying to eat.
5: You're always tired from work.
3: Yeah, well, that's because I'm the only one that does any real work around here.
5: Are you saying my job isn't
3: real work? Well, I'd certainly take bossing a bunch of teenagers around at a department store over accounting for a high-profile firm any day. Is that really what you think I do all day? It's surely less stressful than what I do. Makes a lot less money, too. Excuse me? Sorry. Like I said, I'm tired.
5: If that's the case, then I'm going to leave you to nap at the table. I'm going to eat somewhere else.
4: Ugh, that's certainly a bad look, Doug.
3: No, that didn't really happen, did it?
4: Funny enough, I don't wield such power here in your mind. I'm not capable of conjuring up falsehoods. That was as true as it gets.
3: I, wow, I really am a jerk, aren't I? Grade A. When did I become so self-absorbed? I wasn't always like this, was I? Great
4: question. Let's look at how you might have learned such behavior, shall we? Perhaps it was a lack of parental guidance?
3: Huh? The poor kid. First his
0: mother, and now this.
2: And at such a young age. It's awful. It really is just an awful situation.
0: And
1: Johnny
3: really was the best father a kid could want. After his wife passed, he stepped up. And took on the job of two parents. As if it was
2: second nature. Hard to say that of many fathers out there.
3: Heck, when his wife passed, he enrolled the both of them in a support group with other single parents and children. I never would have thought of that.
2: John would never let grief overshadow his commitment as a father. He was a good man. Oh! Oh! Hi there, Doug. Didn't see you there. How are you holding up, buddy? Bad.
3: Oh, no. I'm so sorry,
0: honey.
5: It'll pass, dear. I know it hurts now. It'll take some time, but it'll pass. No, it won't.
0: I know.
3: It doesn't feel like it now.
2: I'm telling you, it won't. Doug, dear, everything's going to be fine. I promise. That's what Dad said when Mom died. I, uh... I
4: just want to be left alone. But you never truly healed, did you, Doug?
3: What are you talking about? I've had my whole life to heal.
4: Be honest with me, Doug. You might have gotten over the death of your father, but there's something inside of you that stuck with you all this time.
3: Oh, yeah? And what's that, smarty pants?
4: That itching awareness that you'll never be as good as your father. You'll never be half the parent to your kids that he was to you.
3: That's not true.
4: I'm in your head now, Doug. I can see everything. There's nothing you can hide from me. He died with still so much to teach you, Doug. You'll never measure up to him. And why should you try?
3: You're just a figment of my imagination. None of this is real.
4: It's okay, Doug. This is a safe space. Admit it. You can't learn to be a good parent if there was no one there to teach you. You were doomed to be a bad husband because you couldn't fully appreciate the love between your mother and father. The cards were stacked against you.
3: Shut up.
4: Doug, accept it. The sooner you do, the faster your family can get on without you. You've seen it. You've lived it. Your family is splintering, and you're the greedy axe.
3: I know... No! No!
4: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Even now. How long have you been gone now? Months? I'm sure they're the better for it. What's the matter, Doug? Have nothing to say for yourself.
3: I... I... I think you may be right.
4: Of course I am.
3: Have I really been so selfish? Not taking an interest in my own daughter's hobbies? Letting my wife be framed as the disciplinarian? Being so invested in my son's success that I don't take into consideration anyone else's needs?
4: Check, check, and check. Nailed it on the head there, Doug.
3: But can I be to blame? Like you said, there was no one there to teach me.
4: Poor Doug. Of course you're not to blame. It's a matter of fact that you're simply just not capable of being a good parent or spouse. You were destined to fail since the passing of your father. It's not your
3: fault. Yeah, I suppose you're right.
4: The best thing for you to do now is recognize that and sever all ties with your family. In fact, the best thing for you to do is simply disappear.
3: Yeah, disappear.
4: Just like your mother and father. At least your children will still have their mother. They won't be left without a parental figure like you. They won't be alone like you were. Alone? Yes alone.
3: Wait a minute. I wasn't alone. I was never alone. What do you mean? How could I have been so stupid? I did have a parental figure.
4: Um, you saw the coffins, Doug. You kicked the dirt on them?
3: No, my aunt, Aunt Donna. Yeah, she picked up after my father. She raised me.
4: Well, some job she did.
3: No, no, I was too obsessed with how my father did things that I never instilled in myself all that Aunt Donna had to teach me.
4: I find this very difficult to believe. Aunt Donna sounds made up.
3: No, in fact, I can attribute many of my better characteristics to her my protective nature, my self control, my advanced sense of humor.
4: <laughs> Impossible! She was a relief pitcher. The cleanup crew. You couldn't have learned anything from her.
3: You couldn't be more wrong, Raquel. Aunt Donna wasn't a parent before she took me in. But after my father passed, she sidelined her aspirations to make sure I was raised in a loving home. In fact, maybe it's better I show you.
4: Uh, Wait, what? You can trigger dream
2: sequences?
3: Well, we're in my head, after all. Now, shush up and watch.
2: Hey, take a gander at the cross section of the frame. It's a thing of beauty. And don't get me started on the fabric. Such a great decision to use ripstop nylon. You know, this kite is going to make the Concorde look like a paper airplane. Do you think it has what it takes to beat the competition? Well, we'll find out for sure after this test flight. Do you think the wind is strong enough? (laughs) Strong enough? If it picks up any more, you can call me Scarlet O'Hara. Uh, because I'll be gone with the wind. No? All right. You don't get it? Well, anyways, you'll appreciate these kinds of jokes when you're older. If you say so. All right, all right. Enough of this dilly-dallying. You can't ask for better condition than these. It's time to let that kite rip. You ready, Doug? You know it. Okay, Doug, you know what to do. Let's get a good running start and you can gradually let loose of the slack. Okay, ready, set, go. (laughs) There you go, Doug. Keep releasing, keep releasing the slack. I got it, it's flying, look. Oh, my plantar fasciitis. But yes, Doug. Oh my, great job. Now, now let's get some distance on this sucker. Would you like me to unwind some more string? Yes, yes, unwind it all. Let's see how high we can get this thing. You got it. Here we go. Oh wow, would you look at that, Doug. No way you don't beat the competition with this beauty. I can barely see it. It's so high. Oh no, the string is loose. Oh, oh no. We forgot to tie off the string. Kite is getting away. Oh, oh darn. There it goes. We spent so much time building it. Now it's gone. Oh, easy now, Doug. It wasn't a waste. How can you say that? All that time, all our hard work gone. Well, at least you can say we had fun making it, right? And besides... There's always something to gain from loss, Doug. Huh? (laughs) There is a valuable lesson to be learned here. And what's that? Listen, Doug, it's a lesson in the importance of maintaining a strong tether. Taking the time to strengthen your connections. I thought I tied the string off. No, no, Doug. I'm not talking about the string right now. This is a valuable teaching moment about life. Do you see yourself having a family in the future? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Of course you don't know. You're too young to be thinking about things such as that. But as you grow older, you'll start making friends and maybe get to the point of having a family. As you do so, you'll want to create strong connections with these people. Oh, I see, like the string. Right. And much like the string of the kite, it's okay to let loose some slack. If you've cultivated a strong tether to those you cherish, you can always reel them in at the end of the day. Okay, I'm lost again. (laughs) Oh, I'm not as good at these allegories as your father was. Anyway, what I'm saying is, No matter how distant you may grow from those you love, as long as you have a good hold of the spool and tied a strong knot, there's always a chance to recover your bond. Oh, I think I see now. So no matter the hardship you face in your future relationships, as long as you ensure that that tether is properly tied off, you can find them once again at the end of the day. So you're saying so long, as I keep my friends and family tied up, I can't lose them? Oh Doug, not exactly. I'm just saying that if you remember one thing from our little conversation here, it's no longer how far you've grown apart from your loved ones. All it takes is a tug on the string that binds you to make things right. But what if I lose control of the string? did just now. Well. Luckily, even if hope seems lost, there's always a way to find your way back to them. Enough said, Doug. Come on, we have a kite to track down.
3: As you can see, while my selfishness was certainly not inherited from her, so much of the good in me was.
2: Nonsense.
3: She built me a strong foundation and sturdy framework. All that's left for me now is to slap on some siding and a roof and welcome my family in. To provide for them the home they deserve.
4: That's an awfully elaborate metaphor.
3: Yeah, it is. Raylan would appreciate it.
4: Even if redemption was possible for you, you're never making it back home. You've seen what you're up against. It's hopeless.
3: That's where you're wrong. My friends, Sprout, Cavalera, Thin Dog, we have a strong bond. One that can endure anything you throw at us. And even Amoebe. I haven't let go of that string. My aunt was right. She's not lost to the wind. I can get her back.
4: A tree and a group of half-wit misfits? This isn't your typical fairy tale, Doug. Don't forget, I grew up on the same stories as you.
3: If you, a lonesome girl, can turn into one of the greatest threats to Visteria, then why can't we, a very capable group of friends, topple your regime?
4: Because I have no one relying on me. I have no one to hold me back.
3: And that right there is your greatest weakness.
4: How so?
3: Because we have so much more to lose than you.
4: And lose you shall.
3: We'll see about that. I will do whatever it takes to get back to my family. And who knows, maybe I'll even defeat you and save Visteria in the meantime. Nothing else to say, huh? That's all up to you. What do you mean?
4: I told you, this is all in your mind. This is no different than playing an argument out in your head in the shower.
3: Oh, well, in that case.
4: Hey, what's going on? Your body, it's fading. Where are you going? Uh, Wait, don't you want to continue our conversation?
3: I think it's time I rejoin my friends.
4: Oh, wait, don't you want to continue our conversation? I
3: think I have all I need from you, so long.
4: Ugh! Fine. The next time we meet, you're going to be made into wolf kibble. <gasps> Doug! Oh!
1: Oh, Doug! Doug's away! You're back.
3: Ugh! Not so loud, please. My head is pounding harder than Neil Pert. Doug, welcome back. Huh? Who said that? It's it's me, Doug. Sprout. Sprout. What? Whoa! You're humongous now! And you sound so... so much older. How long have I been gone?
2: (sighs) Too long. But I'm glad you're back.
3: I'm happy to be back. I missed
1: you guys. And we missed you too. Oh, I'm so excited. The gang's all back together again.
3: Unfortunately, not the whole gang. (laughs)
1: Oh, well now, I wouldn't be so sure about that, Doug.
3: What do you mean?
1: Hey up there, Dirk. Amoebe! Aye. You...
3: when did you get here?
2: Where did you go? Well, that's a long story. One I can tell you all about over a hot meal by the fire.
3: That... that sounds swell. And
0: Amoebe? Yeah? I'm sorry.
2: Me too, Dirk.
0: Stay tuned for the next episode of The Dad Bot of Destiny, created by Jason Lettingham. Written by Stephen Chisholm, Sophie Castagna, Aaron Webbs, and Jason Lettingham. This podcast is sponsored by The Vacation Ear, Digital Lux 22, Water Edge Church, CJ's Magical Fireworks, and Rocketshirts.net. Get shirt done in days, not weeks. For a full list of cast and crew, go to jasonludingham.com slash debodpod. And follow us on Twitter at DebodPod. Thanks for listening.